Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Future Focused Weekly Update. This is a new thread that I'm starting. And to give a little bit of context to this, so for those of you who listen or follow my stuff, you know I do more long-form content. This is designed to be something on a weekly basis, ideally, that I'll be putting out to... I get a lot of people who reach out to me about things and ask, hey, did you see that this is going on? Or did you see that this happened? Or this change is going on? What's your take on this? And I encounter a lot myself. And if you know me, you know I have personal reflections and thoughts about a lot of different things. And so rather than answering those one-off, I thought ideally on a weekly basis, I would take some of those and respond to them in a much more short form thing. So this is designed to be a lot shorter, not anywhere near as long. This one might be a little longer just because I'm explaining what it is. But um, this is something that I'm starting up this week because there's a topic that immediately came to mind for me that I've been getting a lot of questions about. But then I will probably do it next week. I've got a few things at the top of my head that I've been getting reached out to about. And then I might take a break, but then uh, pick it back up in 2024. So if you like this concept, let me know. If you don't and you say, I hate it, I don't want another you know medium from you, Christopher, then let me know and uh, I'll rethink about it. Or maybe I won't and you just won't have to listen to them. But anyway, what this one is, uh, and this is also one other point I want to make. This one is designed to be a more participatory thing. So obviously, if I don't hear from anyone, I encounter enough stuff and I get inquiries from folks regularly enough to have more than enough to talk about on a weekly basis. But I would like this to be more interactive. So if there are things you encounter and you go, I'm not sure what to make of this or how to feel about this, or I'm curious what Christopher thinks about it. If you comment on YouTube, you comment on LinkedIn, you comment anywhere and you share those with me, I will absolutely include them in the queue. I will probably only take I'm thinking I'm probably only going to take two to three on a weekly basis, but we'll see where it goes. And so that's what this is. So feel free to uh, hang in there and participate along. Sorry, the intro to this is a little clunky because it's the first time I'm doing it. So uh, next week when I do it, it'll be much more direct and to the point because I'm not going to re-explain what the weekly update is next week. But this week, the update that I've been getting a lot of questions and a lot of people just reaching out and asking me about is, what do you think about this whole Sports Illustrated AI debacle? And man, if you are not familiar with this, <laughs> I, this one came across my desk right when it came out. But for those of you who may not be familiar, all you got to do is Google AI uh, Sports Illustrated debacle uh, and you know make as with anything, you know, you probably get all different sorts of takes on this, but you'll pretty quickly figure it out. So just a summary of what happened with the whole thing was Sports Illustrated had a bunch of writers that weren't actually really writers. They were AI bots that were creating content and putting it out. And people started noticing that this content doesn't seem necessarily all that accurate. And they brought it to light. And here it turns out the whole thing was a bit of a farce. And it, they had actually created profiles for these fake people. Um, it was a complete mess. And if you haven't been staying close to what's been going on, the CEO was actually just fired a few days ago over this whole thing. So pretty significant <laughs> thing with a pretty significant brand. And the number, like I said, the number of people who've asked me, you know, what's your take on this whole thing? So I thought I'd address it twofold. One would be to senior business leaders who may be 
in the situation Sports Illustrated's leadership team was in when they made when they started down this path. And then the rest is to kind of the general population who may not be in a position where you're making decisions about this, or maybe you are just not quite at that level. So my first reaction to this was, I, I tend to be one who gives people the benefit of the doubt. And so looking at this, I want to assume, now if there's anybody who knows more details about this, if you know folks who are internal to it, because there's a lot of things I don't know. I don't know, did the other employees know that Sports Illustrated was doing this. I know in big organizations, a lot of times you may not always know who the people are. So did they know? Was this thing where everybody on the inside was aware? Was it not the case? You know, I don't know how much everybody was involved in the decisions around it. And I tend to be someone who assumes positive intent and gives people the benefit of the doubt. And so when I look at the situation from that lens, I actually can see how something like this could happen but I also see where some of the key bad decisions happened that led to what ultimately blew this whole thing up. And I think for any senior business leaders who are thinking about this, I get that maybe where this whole thing started in inception was it may have started well-intended. You know, the attention economy is rough and Sports Illustrated's a big brand and you've got to create a lot of content to stay in front of people and to keep their attention and do all this. And that's just the reality of a brand right now. And so I can understand how a company would say, how do we do this faster? Let's just say faster. And maybe someone thought, and maybe we could do it better because they were seeing how generative AI, what it could do. And they thought maybe we can get by with this. And quite frankly, I don't think there's anything wrong. I have no issues with Sports Illustrated using AI to help in their content creation and help them keep pace because that is a reality, especially in the business they're in. Staying on top of things is no small task and being able to have enough people to do it is not the most efficient way. So I actually commend them that they adopted AI and said, hey, maybe we can use AI to do this. How they went around adopting it is where I think things fell apart. And so for senior business leaders who may be in the same position, the number of peers I run into who are in senior business positions thinking about this whole thing right now, I get you wrestling with this, but what Sports Illustrated, did they really did everything that you could do wrong with it? And some of the biggest things that come out in this, so for business leaders who are making decisions around it, you know, one of the biggest ones to me that was just a big no-no was they misrepresented AI as humans. And so for anybody listening, if you're using artificial intelligence to do things that look and feel similar to a human, whatever you do, do not falsely represent that. And not only because just from an integrity standpoint, it's not okay to do that. You wouldn't you wouldn't publish things as someone else. And that, what do you think is going to happen? And I get sometimes it might be like, well, AI is not a person, so they're not going to be offended and there's no cost. But just even from a brand standpoint, people do not like to be misled and you're misleading people. And so when you're using AI and representing it as a human, I can tell you I've looked at enough studies and just know enough about human behavior. That is never going to go well. And at some point, someone is going to find out. And as we've seen with the Sports Illustrated thing, 
it's not going to go well. When people find out that you've been lying to them, because that's just what it is. It's not, oh, misdirection, uh, perception. You're lying. You are straight up lying when you say this person, and here's a whole bio about them, and this is who's writing this, and it turns out, no, that's actually artificial intelligence. You are lying. And that was the second they started going down that path, someone should have just said, back the truck up. We cannot do this. And where that goes is, there needed, there was a lack of humans in the loop on this whole thing. So if you listen, if you read some of the articles about what happened here, I mean, some of these articles would have never, never, never passed the sniff test by a person. And I think in an effort to go faster, keep up, keep pace, and this is a temptation we're all on. If you've listened to some of my longer form content, you know I talk a lot about the fact that, hey, how fast is too fast? And when are we so focused on, speeding up that we fail to think about the potential repercussions of our decision. And I think that's exactly what happened here is in an effort to keep pace and just go faster and faster and faster, we, they missed some major things. And they said, well, gosh, we can't. And the fact they misrepresented the people tells you, man, you knew, you knew better. You knew people wouldn't be happy if they said, which to me is really unfortunate. They knew better that people would not respond well to AIs writing these articles, which is really unfortunate because in my mind, there's a way you could have done that differently and had it be really effective. And if you wanted a truly autonomous section, okay, so let, let me think how I'm going to structure this. Let's talk about the total autonomous section because rather than just say, hey, this was bad, they misrepresented, they only did AI, which again was likely driven by it. Hey, we just need to move this forward. To me, there's a way they could have done a more autonomous way of doing this. It actually could have grown their brand. And I think a good example of this is what LinkedIn has done with their AI articles. They're upfront and transparent about the fact these articles are generated by artificial intelligence, but they are designed to invite the community to participate in the dialogue around this. And I can absolutely see a world where Sports Illustrated could have said, hey, you know what? We need to generate more content, but we need to generate it in a way that draws people in and doesn't mislead them. I think they absolutely could have led with this and said, we're going to generate some AI sports content, but this is designed to be a participatory activity. We want you to engage with it. We want you to critique. Here's what AI is seeing, because at the end of the day, AI is looking at everything that's going on in this, and then it's summarize or generalizing what that is. What an amazing opportunity for a major sports publishing organization to say, man, we could really create more loyalty and more people coming to us if we had said, we're going to use AI in our own way to try and generate content, but we want to then invite people into that dialogue and say, what are your thoughts? What do you think about this? And then invite some of your sports writers to be involved in chiming in as well and, and giving a point of view, but they aren't responsible for the generation of all this stuff. To me, I look at this and go, swing and a miss. There is a world you could have gone down this path, added massively to your content and reach, grown adoption and loyalty from your loyal fans and subscribers, and not ended up on the other side where your CEO gets fired, the whole thing blows up, 
The brand has been royally tarnished through this. And it was all tied back to you misrepresented it. You used AI wrong and you didn't have the right pathway. And you started maybe with well intents, but you took a few missteps. Now, the other thing with that is even with that example, and this is what I was getting to on the other part for business leaders, is there was a lack of human oversight in this. So first of all, party foul, major foul for misrepresenting AI as humans. I don't think there's any excuse for doing that. Look, there's, and I just described how you could lead with that and still have it be a very positive thing. You don't need to hide the fact that you're using artificial intelligence. There's a way you could strategically use it in a positive way. But I think the other big miss is there was such an emphasis on speed or volume or whatever that we stripped the human oversight out. And if you've listened to any of my longer form stuff, you know, to me, that is a big no-no. When you start saying, ah, let's just let AI make the decisions. Let's let AI go unchecked. It is never going to go well. And that's exactly what we saw here. You look at some of these articles that people point out and you go, oh, like what? Anybody, my 13-year-old son could read that and go, daddy, this article is really stupid, you know, type of a thing. And so their lack of doing that. So is there a way they could have, again, even scaled their existing writing using artificial intelligence while still keeping humans in the loop? Yes. And I think it's just this gross negligence of artificial intelligence that really set this thing sideways. So I know there's going to be business leaders out there who may look at this and go, see, there's a use case in why using AI is not a good thing. And I would say, no, don't go that path, but it should give you a healthy caution of there is a way to do this that could really benefit your organization. And there's a way you could do this that could get you fired. Um, I don't know what'll end up happening from a legal standpoint. I guess in this instance, you know, the question of whether someone was harmed through this could be, you know, brought into the conversation. But you think about other areas, there is going to be, we are not far from lawsuits. We are not far from some of this stuff that is inevitably going to come from the misuse of AI. And I think this is just such a great use case of what not to do with AI. But there's a path that you could have. I think accomplished the outcome you were setting to accomplish in partnership with AI that would have actually grown, benefited your brand. I think it could have improved engagement with your writers, your own employees in really meaningful ways. And I think that's just an unfortunate, as I look at what happened with Sports Illustrated to me, I'm not even a sports person, but I look at it and go, that's just really unfortunate. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this in the future. Now to the general population. Okay. I'm telling you right now, these stories are not going to be an exception and we are going to see a lot more of this stuff continue to happen as senior business leaders are tasked with trying to achieve aggressive outcomes, not fully understanding artificial intelligence and making some missteps along the way as they do it. And so for people who look at this and just think, ha, you know, whatever, this could be on your doorstep. You may not work at Sports Illustrated, but you might be at some other company that as AI does more than just generate content, some business leader goes, yeah, you know what? Do we really, why don't we do this? Because now I feel for these Sports Illustrated folks, this is going to take a massive hit to their financial 
viability. This is going to take a massive hit to organizational culture and people are going to be harmed as a result of this. And so for the general population, you need to be aware of this risk and this could happen in your organization. So you need to stay sharp with your skills and your job market. And don't look at this and go, ah, see AI, it can't do a good job. So I don't need to worry about this. They just did it wrong, in my opinion. They just did it wrong. Um, I have talked to several companies recently that are specializing, and maybe I'll do a separate session just on this, but they're specializing in, you can hire AI employees from them. They have created profiles and AI models that create and replicate human capability and people can go hire AI employees at a fraction of the cost. So this is a real thing competing against AI in the job market. You used to have to compete against your peers. Now you're competing against your peers plus AI and just straight up against AI. So I think for everybody, this is a lesson to learn that you do need to stay sharp on this and you do need to understand what's going on with AI and you need to know how to use it not only so that you can keep your skills sharp, but so that you can help influence things. I have no doubt that there were people in the decision meetings around this who, had they known more about artificial intelligence, had they known more about some of these other creative ideas of, I get what we want to do, but what if we thought about it this way? This could have potentially been avoided. And so it's easy to look at this and say, well, I'm not the CEO or I'm not the chief operating officer. I'm not the chief, you know, whatever. So I don't have a say in this, but you have more of a say than you may realize. And when these kinds of things pop up in an organization, if you know how it works and what could be done differently, you may not only prevent being the fallout from something like this, but you may actually be able to influence a better way. I also hope that this is a lesson to young people with aspirations to move into the executive suite, to think twice about artificial intelligence, not to put too much stake in it. I've seen a lot of the AI models and I've seen some of the latest stuff with Gemini and some of these other ones, and they are impressive. I'm not going to deny they're not impressive, but when we start failing to see the inherent value of people, things are not going to go well. And I think that's a lesson that anybody who has aspirations to move into that needs to keep forefront of mind. So that's where I'm at with this whole Sports Illustrated thing. I'm interested to see how it plays out. It's been interesting to watch over the last month. Uh, if anybody who listens or watches this knows anybody over there that has more details, I would be actually really fascinated to get some additional insight into you know, did, did the writers know about this? Did they know what was going on? Did anybody try and say this is a bad idea? Um, you know, or was it just kind of one of those, hey, we're walking down the path, seems like it makes sense. And they got taken for the ride as well. So hopefully that makes you think twice about how you may consider using AI in the future. And thanks for yeah listening to my weekly update on this one. Like I said, I've got a couple things top of mind that I'm looking at for next week, and I will probably encounter some things over the next week that may bump those off the list. We'll see what happens, but my plan is to do this. This is a much shorter version. And again, if you have things that you encounter, I would actually love to hear from you all. What things are you bumping into, whether it's a story you're encountering at work, whether it's something you encountered in the news. And again, in terms of what that looks like, 
anything at the intersection of business technology and the human experience. This is Christopher Lind, and I will see you on the other side. Have a great weekend.